Welcome to the Vacationeers Theme Parks and More podcast. Join us as we discuss vacation planning, reporting, and reviews on vacations ranging from Disney and theme parks to cruising and beach getaways with everything in between. So grab your passport, a fast pass, and an umbrella drink because the show's about to begin. And now, without any further delay, here is your ghost host, Vacationeer Tom. Welcome to episode 120 of the Vacationeers Theme Parks and More podcast. I'm your host, Tom. Join alongside my panel of Ian, Dave, and Dean. Are you ready to ride? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's right. Dean and Dave, you guys are no longer guests. You're part of the panel. You've been on so many times. Well, not Dean technically, but Dave, (laughs) your grandfather didn't cause your dad. So uh, congratulations. You are one of the few panelists on the Vacation Air Steam Parks and More podcast, (laughs) other than uh, Joanna and Jill and some other Jays that we don't mention anymore. But there you go. This episode is a big one because we're doing all Bush Gardens summer nights, and that's all inclusive. That's Bush Gardens Williamsburg as well as Bush Gardens Tampa. As Dave and Dean recently came back from their visit, and I'm so excited because it was Dave's first time. Dean, this is not your first time, however, correct? No, it's not. It's my second. Yes, it's your second time going, so you are a pro at the parks. I'll be very curious to see what you guys think. But before we do that, let me just say, go check out our YouTube channel. We have the uh, three Kings Island videos just released, all three of them, about an hour total of content. I broke it up into three separate little pieces that you can consume in about 20 minutes or less. Fantastic. We got our Hawaii stuff, our Kentucky Kingdom, Holiday World, Funplex, Great Disney Debates with Adventures by D, uh, Vegas, all kinds of Disney stuff. Unbelievable. Right now, uh, just to give everyone a heads up, let me see. We currently have 362 subscribers, so go out and let's get to 1,000. And talking about <laughs> subs, <laughs> I know, we're a little, bit of, a little way to go, but you know who's not as far away as to go? That's Adventures by D. That's right. You guys, I checked this morning, 888. That is a lucky number, I would think. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, we're driving to 900. Appreciate everybody's come by and subbed on the channel. So yes. uh, more more great content to come as oh, we yeah. speak. We've got a lot of stuff in the can we're editing. So we're excited oh, about what we're going to put out over the next week or so. Yeah, if you follow your social media, my Lord, you guys, every weekend, every day, you you are somewhere else uh, near or around, you know, southern uh, <laughs> uh, U.S., eastern U.S., I suppose. Yeah, you guys are all about you're everywhere so that is exciting love it yeah and uh bush gardens like i said is your newest stuff so do you I, i'm assuming you have more povs coming because oh I saw yeah we did povs on all the hunt. major coasters so oh, we have cheetah yeah. hunt up now yeah we have the main vlog vlog that'll be out when you release this yes and then uh yes plenty more povs and i have both complete shows which are incredible the circuit electric and the oh, turn it up yeah i wanted show, to talk about we'll that talk about. oh that's awesome okay i look forward to that if you go over to their channel, I think your latest video is the Atlanta Aquarium. Is that is that true? Well, Florida I mean, Aquarium. Florida. Is that different than? Oh no! Oh, Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's in Tampa, right? Correct. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I have not looked at that one yet. To be honest, aquariums really aren't my bag. Um, how? I guess we can talk about that real quick. How is that? Com- I mean, I think the Atlanta one is like quote unquote like one of the premier ones. So I'm assuming the Florida one isn't uh, as good, or what do you guys think about the aquarium? I'll let our our aspiring marine biologists talk about. Ah, that. okay, yeah, this is perfect. My, uh, <laughs> all the all the aquarium visits are my fault. Yeah, I'll take responsibility. <laughs> for those. But 
Um, I mean, the Atlanta Aquarium, I would describe it as a one and done. Like, okay. it's not one that's very revisible. Uh, you can't really revisit it a lot because yeah. it's big, but it, there's not like a, a lot of different like animals. It's more just like big tanks. Gotcha. And it is definitely worth visiting once, though. Yeah. For the experience. But the Florida one, it's smaller, but it has a lot of unique um, attributes to it. Like, hmm. It has the whole top floor is basically like a mangrove swamp like theme thing. Oh. It's all like one, I guess, hallway, I would say. And then there's like a coral reef hallway and then there's like one other. So it's it's like three parts of different themes. Oh, interesting. And um, the Florida one, do they still have the dolphin from I don't know, that movie? There's some they used to tout that oh, the dolphin from uh, Ian, do you know what that is? Dolphin's tail or dolphin's fin or uh, dolphin's tail? Oh, is that it? Yeah, is is that um, guy still alive and kicking? I didn't see any dolphins. So okay, well maybe he's not. uh maybe he went to see his maker because uh yeah back in the day and when I say back in the day what a couple years ago I have no clue. Uh, well, they, they, when you used to drive <laughs> through Tampa, like the the big thing, oh come see the star of dolphins, you know the dolphin, like oh, okay well. I, I'm sure he's just like any other dolphin. I don't know what the big deal. Would be. Uh, I don't know how you'd notice this dolphin's any different than any other dolphin, unless he had like little helpers running around like getting him a uh, fresh fish or whatever, because he's a movie star. But yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, so that was uh, the aquarium. So I will check out the Florida aquarium because I am interested in seeing some of that stuff you just talked about. Yeah, but you guys have a ton of stuff coming out uh, your channel all the time. So go check out Ventures by D. Help them propel them to over a thousand subs. That would be fantastic. And then while you're doing that, come over and, you know, uh, join some uh, sub for us too, because we could use some help as well. And of course, they have all kinds of social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Ventures by D, check them out. And uh, ours aren't as simple because our Facebook is an adventure. Actually, our Facebook, I think is like Vacationers. I don't even know what it is. Vacationer Tom or something technically. I don't even know. And Twitter is Vacationer Tom, and Instagram is Vacationer's Podcast, and YouTube is Vacationer's Podcast. It's, it's confusing. I didn't do it very smartly, but I did it nonetheless. Uh, before we get into the stuff, let's go over a couple of news stories. Uh, Dave and Dean, you'll find this amusing because uh, Ian and I both did. So this is an older story, but for the 4th of July, King's Dominion <laughs> shot off their fireworks at park closing, which was 7 p.m. So by all accounts from people who were at the park, Basically, they saw some smoke. They, saw, they heard some bangs. But at 7 p.m., it is very much still daylight <laughs> in central Virginia. I don't know what they're thinking. Like, why would you waste your waste the effort to do it? Because no, you can't see it. It's just, it's completely stupid. So I, I heard that story. I'm like, oh, my Lord, that is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> they shot off their fireworks at 7 o'clock. Did they not have the staffing to do it at 9, or were they just not open that later? Well, they closed at 7 and they were going to have fireworks at closing and like no one like questioned like hey should we maybe open the keep the park open like two more hours <laughs> well that's what happened to us at king's island i know we were on similar trips although not on the exact same days and i hadn't seen any fireworks at that point on memorial day and i was really looking forward to going back to my quote-unquote home park where i grew up and 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 seeing fireworks that's and right. then they reduced the hours a couple of days before we got there and, yeah. and, and pretty much killed the fireworks, which was we still had a great time. But, yeah, I would have I would have preferred it be open a little bit later. But I guess there are some staffing and other issues going yeah, on there. Staffing's that a big deal. Caused them to shut it early. Yeah, they did that to us, too. Yeah, we we were going to I think the park was supposed to be open until like nine or ten. And then it, they 
cut it back to like seven or something or eight. I don't remember. But yeah. Yeah. No night ride on the beast, unfortunately, sadly enough. And no fireworks. It's still a great day. Go check out that video. Uh, also, the Bush Gardens auction benefiting Give Kids the World is live for the Loch Ness Monster Car. The Big Bad Wolf vehicle sold for $8,200, which I, is I insane. saw that. Yeah, that is a lot for that car. Now, interestingly enough, right now, the Loch Ness Monster front car uh, has 10 hours to go in the auction, and it's at it's sitting at 2650 So I don't think, well, obviously, Big Bad Wolf is an extinct coaster. It no longer exists where Loch Ness still does exist. So you expect maybe the price to be a little less. But, yeah, it looks like it's going to be a lot less, which is very high hopes for us getting that Lascoot Log flume. <laughs> <laughs> that starts today, by the way. Uh, July 18th to 25th, the Lascoot Log Flume is on auction. Oh, man. And we just rode the Lascoot on Friday. It was glorious. Uh, yeah, that's a pretty big log flume. So I'm not sure what I'd do with it if I was actually able to get it. But, oh, man, I want it so badly. Well, then you build like a water rail in your backyard, and that way you can bring it back to life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Go around in a circle like a real little. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have Ian at the one corner. Like, he just spritz me with a hose every once in a while. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Also, Six Flags Great Adventure. Remember we talked last episode about El Toro? It is still closed. That's yeah. crazy. Apparently, coming down the first hill, um, it jumped the, the last car jumped the track, and then it scraped along the entire coaster. So basically, uh, New Jersey said, hey, you guys got to like inspect every square inch to make sure it didn't do any real damage, replace any bolts, and give us a, uh, a plan as to how this won't happen again. Like, how are you going to prevent this from happening again? So I don't know how long it's going to be closed. Uh, although I do want to go out there to ride the Jersey devil. I don't know if I want to go out there. If El Toro isn't actually running. Cause I really want to ride El Toro. Wow. So how, how, how close, uh, without taking us too much of a tangent, how close are great America, Kings dominion and Bush gardens, Williamsburg. Are they all within like, can you throw a blank over all three? Are you that, are they pretty close? When you say Great America, do you mean America or Great Adventure? Because Great America uh, is... I mean the uh, one closest to you. Illinois. Maybe I'm, oh, yeah, okay. So. That's America. Yeah. America is... How far is it to get to Six Flags America? Two hours? It's like two hours, I think. Probably about two hours. King's Dominion is within an hour, right? Yeah, it's like 45, 50 minutes. 45, 50 minutes. And Bush Gardens is about an hour and 15 minutes. Traffic pending, of course. Of course. Yeah, that's cool. You have those access to the three parks. And we have six flags here over Georgia. And then uh, it's pretty much four hours to Dollywood one way or four hours to Wild Adventure another way. We have some other parks that aren't quite as big that are – there's one over near Birmingham, Alabama Adventures. But um, okay. as far as the major parks, uh, yeah, we wish we had some more closer other than uh, you know our home park, Six Flags. Yeah, where we are, it's not too bad because, like I said, like six and a half hours is Dollywood. Uh, we got those three parks I already mentioned. Six Flags Great Adventure is like another six hours. Kings Island's eight, which is a little bit far. Then you have all the Pennsylvania parks like Hershey and Kennywood. Those are all within six or seven or five or six. So, I mean, yeah, we have access within within seven hours. We have a lot of parks that we can uh, we can hit up, so. I need to watch your King's Dominion stuff, too, because growing up at King's Island, I always saw that logo on the same, pretty much the same merch. So I'm not too familiar with that part, but I need to watch your video. So I'm interested in what's uh, what's like and what's different than from King's Island. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, it's, oof, well, yeah. You got the better park. <laughs> yeah. You come up. You and the family come up one 
one weekend. We can hit Kings Dominion and Bush Gardens Williamsburg. Uh, we'll tour you around and show you everything. Oh, man, that would be great. Good times. Uh, the other thing, Scare House Haunt in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, celebrates 20 years. They have a new location in the Galleria at Pittsburgh Mills in Tarrington, just 20 minutes of uh, Pittsburgh or downtown. So I never heard of that, but that sounds like that would be a fun time. And if we were to go to Kennywood again, this would be a good like a uh, second day type thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, 20 years of scares. Ooh, sounds good. And uh, that's all I have for interesting news stories. So let's get right into it. I think we'll start with Bush Gardens Wormsburg. We'll knock those out real quick, and then we'll get into the good stuff. The Bush Gardens Tampa. So on Friday, July 16th, uh, after work, we went over to Bush Gardens Wormsburg to celebrate their summer nights. We got there around 5 p.m. So let me ask you guys: Did you buy a day pass or? Do you have a season pass or a membership to the SeaWorld Entertainment Parks? We we bought a deal where we got the tickets included with our hotel. So we paid okay. 500 bucks for basically four days of tickets and the hotel room at Hampton Inn. So not wasn't luxury, but it was yeah. it was fine. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, that's the deal we went with. Did not include the quick queue, which we'll talk about, but included the parking of the park. Oh, nice. The whole time we were there, Thursday through Sunday, although we didn't go every day, and the hotel room. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. So the, with the memberships, you get different benefits in different months. In all the parks, they do it. So Bush Gardens Williamsburg, they have a promotion going on. We get $10 in free Bush Bucks or whatever they, they call it for each membership through um, it's July 5th through 31st. So you go in, you scan your ticket, and you get a $10 certificate that you can use on food or merch. So we went, and knowing that our – well, Ian's going to be going back probably with Jill later this week. Is that still – Yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh, actually, Tuesday is the day I'm probably going to release this podcast. So the day that we're releasing it, you're going to be at Push Cards. So we didn't spend yeah. your uh, $10 each because you're going to be using it. So we spent mine, uh, my wife's, and the two other kids. So we had $40 in Bush Bucks uh, ready to spend. We also got Christmas Town exclusive hot chocolate mugs. So it was like a Christmas in July type uh, promotion they were doing. So we got four of those. Actually, I gave two of those away this morning to friends who were passing through town, stopped last night, and uh, we were visiting. And so we made coffee for them to go, and we gave them <laughs> mugs. So make sure, Ian, when you go on Tuesday, you get your mugs, okay? Uh-huh. Excellent. Because we we're thinking about maybe doing like a giveaway, because we never do giveaways. November and December, they give away a little uh, Christmas town ornament. So if I get that plus the mug, we could do like a giveaway uh, for some Christmas stuff. So we might There you that. go. Yeah. Also, oh, Free 10-ounce beer. Hello. So uh, they're also offering a free 10-ounce beer. They had Blue Moon or Bud Light. Those are your two options. It was at Grogan's Grill from noon to 8 p.m. So you go, you show your pass, you show your ID, and you get a free 10-ounce beer. So when I went there, obviously my wife wasn't with me, but I asked the guy. So I, you know, I was chatting up the guy. I'm like, hey, how you doing? Oh, it's good. Hot day, blah, blah. Then I was like, hey, my wife's in the bathroom. Does she need to come back for hers, or can I just grab hers? He goes, oh, I'll grab it for you. So... I got my second beer, even though she wasn't there. It's a little deceptive, but I wanted to get my second free beer. So I got two, uh, and it was absolutely fantastic. You can't beat it. And, of course, Bush Gardens Williamsburg, they had a lot of live entertainment going on. So that was in Ireland. So we went out, and they had this nice little Irish band playing, uh, you know, live music singing. So I, I sat there, or I stood there, uh, drank my beer, and watched them. So it was really, really nice. And that's the other thing about Bush Gardens Williamsburg. So for their summer nights event, they had the fireworks, they had the spark, they had um, 
live bands playing in different different hamlets and different DJ dance parties as well, just going around the parks. Now, the DJ dance parties were pretty sad because nobody was really dancing. Well, the night was not very busy. I will say that. Uh, the park was pretty empty. Uh, and no one was dancing at these <laughs> dance parties. They had a DJ, and they usually had one or two people, uh, dancers, quote-unquote, out there like trying to get people to dance with them, but it really wasn't happening. Uh, they had a couple guys on stilts, though. It was kind of interesting. They are dancing on stilts, so that was kind of fun. Uh, we also went to see Celtic Fire, which is their Irish dance show that they have. Uh, that you know, it went away with COVID, and it's finally back. Uh, Ian, what do you think about that one? Not my type of show. I didn't mind watching it, but I wouldn't rewatch it. It was nice because it, it was starting to get humid, so it's nice and AC. Um, but yeah, no, it um, it's a little long. If it, if they cut it back, how long was that show? Too long. It was like thirty minutes, maybe. Uh, 20 uh. yeah probably 20 30 minutes but yeah if they cut that down to like a 15 minute show i think it would be better but that's not our style of uh music or dance i suppose but yeah it was all right uh then we ate at the marco polo's marketplace we got the mongolian sampler that's right we went to italy and got chinese <laughs> that makes no sense but uh we got two samplers and with the discount it was about 24 bucks so with the 10 dollar free bucks you, you can use it, you can turn it in, but you don't get change. So if I were to use three of them to pay for $24, then I'd be losing six bucks because they don't give you change back from these, uh, you know, bush bucks. So I used two for the 20 and they paid four and change cash to maximize my free bush bucks. It was actually pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. They have really good orange chicken. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a sample. Yeah. So I had orange chicken, Mongolian beef and Mongolian chicken uh, as a sampler. It was like 13 something a piece. Really, really, uh, really good. I liked it. And they had live music going on there. They had uh, Italian music. Again, we have a Bush Garden Summer Nights video, which I'm currently editing. It will be out on Wednesday, most likely. I'll just release this, this podcast Tuesday in the YouTube on Wednesday. So you can check that out. You can see samples of all this live music I'm talking about. So uh, that was good. Spark. Uh, okay, so, <laughs> so Spark was at 9 o'clock. Uh, Big theater. So we get there. We're waiting for Spark to start. Now, so Spark is scheduled to start at 9 with the fireworks starting at 9.15. So in my mind, or in our minds, we're thinking, okay, well, Spark must be about 15 minutes long. So they end Spark, and then you can catch fireworks right after, like a bam-bam type deal, right? So Spark starts. Now, Spark is different than the uh, live stream that I watched of viewers. So if you want to see Spark from Busch Gardens Tampa, go check out Ventures by D. They did a live stream, and you see the entire show. Very good. Theirs is much different than what we have. So Bush Gardens Tampa, and I'll let Dave speak more to that uh, when we talk about that, is more fire effects, lights, fireworks, where this is heavily based on a screen. Like there's a screen and they're showing images on the screen and they do have uh, laser lights that they're doing stuff with and smoke and they do have the flames. Uh, Very slight use of fireworks. Nothing to the what Bush Gardens Tampa was doing with their fireworks. This is very like, every once in a while, a firework would go off. So um, we're watching that. And then in the corner of our eyes, we notice (laughs) fireworks start going off on the other section of the park. Here, Spark is like 20 so minutes long. And the fireworks started and ended while Spark was still doing its thing. And both shows, the fireworks and Spark, basically had their finales at the exact same time. So you couldn't even watch the two finales at the same time. 
it just made no sense. Like their night entertainment had nothing. They, they had nothing going on for the night. I mean, they had the, the DJs and stuff, but that's throughout the night. They had two pieces of entertainment for the night for the summer nights, the show and the fireworks. And for whatever reason, they overlapped the two. So you couldn't actually physically see both in one night. It just made no sense whatsoever. So confusing. Do they have the fireworks every night there? No. Um, or yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, the fireworks do the, the, the spark show. They don't, if they have, so on the weekends, they have concerts, uh, like yesterday they'd in Vogue and tonight they have another band. So on those nights they have concerts and they don't do spark. Uh, so that's why we wanted to go on a Friday cause we wanted to see spark more so than a concert to, you know, give it a review. Uh, so first of all, let's talk about spark. Ian, what did you think of spark in general? I thought it was a cool show. Yeah. I don't like the way it was done. So. Yeah. Well, forget, forget that. I mean, just the this, this show uh, by itself. It doesn't need to be as long as it is. There's a lot of filler. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Are you going to go on Tuesday? You're going with Jill who didn't go with us. I don't and know. And some other friends. Maybe. I'll have to talk to them about it. What do they, what do they want to see more lasers or fireworks? I mean, I guess if you sit in the far left hand corner of the stadium, you could be at such an angle where you could actually catch both, but you wouldn't have a good view of either. <laughs> It'd be like, yeah, partial views of both so uh, yeah what are you gonna do and the funny thing is when the fireworks started a lot of people got up and started walking out because they wanted to go see the fireworks but from our vantage point by the time they would have gone to a good place to see the fireworks they they would ended i mean they kind of shot themselves in the foot i mean at that point you're you're committed to the show <laughs> you can't abort when there's only five minutes left of the show and the fireworks are gonna be over by the time you get to a decent vantage point but yeah, the, the show was fine. I mean, it's it's not it wasn't as good as Bush Gardens Tampa from what I've seen on the video, and it's not as good as the stuff they had in the past. In the past, they had a pirate show where they'd go around, they had this huge elaborate stage, and they had pirates, and uh, it was an it was an adventure like a stunt show. So that was much better than what this is. Uh, they did Spark, I think, in 2019 as well, and it was basically the same thing, I guess. Yeah, I, eh, I can leave it or take it, whatever. I'd probably just see the fireworks. I don't know. Fireworks, like I said, started at 9:15 in both. Things ended about the same time, so Spark's about 20 minutes long, which means the fireworks is about five minutes. Is that right? That doesn't sound. That sounds like it's a short amount of fireworks. I have no clue. I think it's five. I guess so. So the fireworks weren't that long. I mean, they they ended pretty quickly. So they came and they left. But they're doing it every night, so you can't expect you know very elaborate fireworks because that would be very costly for them. So uh, Josephine's, their ice cream shop, still not open. Dave, it's not open, buddy. Can you believe uh, gourmet ice cream? Nope. Still not open. The park's completely open now, but their ice cream shop is not. Absolutely ridiculous. I don't know what they're doing. If you want a funnel cake, though, at least three different locations have funnel cakes. At least. At the end of the night, we wanted to use our $20 bush bucks on ice cream. Could not find. They had one ice cream location in that entire park where we could get ice cream, which wasn't anywhere near where we were. Oh, man. I was fuming. I was so mad. I, I did a lot of, uh, I was like doing a little ranting on the, uh, on the video on the GoPro, but I'm going to leave all that out, you know, cause the, the YouTube channel, uh, those videos got to be pretty positive or you get just a lot of hate. So I'm going to cut out all the kind of the, the negative stuff. And like this podcast is where I can vent and go, ah, why Bush gardens? Why don't you have a summer? You should have soft serve everywhere. You should be. And the funny thing is all their funnel cakes have ice cream options. Like they have a hot fudge ice cream or hot fudge, uh, ice cream, uh, funnel cake. So why can't I get an ice cream? Just give me the ice cream. I don't want the funnel cake. 
Tur- turning down a lot of money by the look of the blue ice cream line at Holiday World oh, on Kings Island. I mean, man. both those lines were huge. Yeah, they had to shut down that line uh, when we were there at Kings Island. They had a lady like come and like stop the line. Like they had to physically stop people from entering the line to get the blue ice cream at the end of the night, <laughs> which was funny. Yeah, so we didn't get any food. So we got fudge. Uh, they had four pieces. Uh, buy four pieces, get two free at this candy shop. So we got a bunch of fudge and we got two ices. And the total came to like $20 and some change. Which is perfect because we had twenty dollars and stuff. So I gave her a dollar bill, got change back, and we called it a day. Uh, very disappointed. I wanted ice cream, couldn't get the good ice cream. I couldn't even get the soft serve. I, I don't know what they're doing. It's summer. Serve ice cream. It's what people want. Well, that's what I want at least. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think that's about it. You have anything to add about summer nights at Bush Grand Williamsburg? No. Uh, as an event, as a whole, the event is really lacking. I mean, it's. If you go to Bush Gardens, go because you want to go to the park, ride the rides, do the stuff. Don't go specifically for the event because, really, the fireworks are like five minutes. The the laser show is okay, but it's nothing special. And you can't see both in one night. And the DJ parties are kind of just, you know, they are what they are. And the, li- the live bands, I'll give them credit. The live music and their shows, too. I mean, their shows are wonderful because... Like South Celtic Fire, yes, that may not be our thing, but those people are out there. They're dancing, they're singing, and it's live music. It's not pre-recorded. They're all performing, so I give them credit for you know getting that type of musician and a performer to come out and do their show. So I give them all the props in the world because they could do stuff like Six Flags America, where they they, they throw on a, a popular pop song. Some people come out who are barely trained to dance and they're trying to dance choreographed and they're missing it, the cues and oh, it was awful. Oh my lord, <laughs> Six Flags America is no good. Oh man, I don't know how, what uh, what over George is like, but Six Flags America, holy mackerel. And Six Flags America, I don't want to go off on a rant, but <laughs> the, the the same people do different shows. So you see them doing a bad job in this show, then you see them doing a different job in another. Show. <laughs> it's like they just tour around the park. Oh man, but hey, you know, hey, yeah, I don't know. Ugh. So Bush Gardens, keep that, keep that up. Plus all their live music, love it, love live uh, musicians. So I am down with that. All right, I think that's it for Bush Gardens Williamsburg Summer Nights. I certainly hope Bush Gardens Tampa Summer Nights is much better. Let's find out now. So you guys went on a Thursday, and then you spent like a Thursday night and a whole day on Saturday. So you have plenty of park time. And like I said, Dave, this is your first time at Bush Gardens Tampa. So why don't you tell us about uh, your initial thoughts going into the park? Now, have you been to Bush Gardens Williamsburg? I've just been once. Okay, so you were once. It's been a while. Okay, and you've been been... twice. (laughs) Oh, yes. Dean's been twice now. He's the uh, professional now. (laughs) How about um, SeaWorld Orlando? You've been there. Uh, We've been there once. Dean doesn't remember it, but it was a long time ago. Not as much as we like, but we hope to cure that coming up in yes. the hot season, by the way. Oh, so. yes. Oh, I'm so excited about that. We can talk about that later, maybe. Yes. All right. So you guys got there in the afternoon on Thursday, right? Because you flew in? We flew in down to Tampa, and we pretty much – Thursday, we knew we were going to live stream Spark. So that was yes. our whole whole deal. But we did get down there and got in the park by 3 or 4. Okay. So um, we did have time to ride Montu and Shikra before we went back to the park and set up for Spark, our live stream. Ah, uh, nice. Okay, we'll talk about the coasters uh, in a little bit. So let's get through Spark. So Spark, like you said, you live streamed it. I saw that you guys are going to do so. So I jumped on and I watched it. And yeah, much better show than what we got at Bush Grounds Williamsburg. Uh, do you want to tell us about uh, Spark? 
Sure. No, I, I enjoyed it. I, I kind of knew I'd watch some other vloggers to kind of know what to expect and to figure out where to sit, honestly, so I can some people could see the live stream as good as possible. And, and uh, it didn't disappoint. There were some uh, some people dancing on the stage, kind of the warm up, and they had some people in costumes on stilts dancing around. So that was the warm up from about 830 to 915. Um, I sat about midway back mainly so I could get the fountains, which were up front, and I knew the fire effects were up front. And so um, I got those, and then I also uh, was able to get the fireworks, which looked great against the backdrop of Iron Gwazi, by the way, and Falcon's Fury. But yeah. the, the setting is really good. The only negative was it was hard for me to live stream and talk because they had the sound, the music going nonstop, full <laughs> blast. So um, probably I went back and watched a little bit and you can barely hear me. I'm on the I'm on top of the phone. It's on a gimbal. But with the music so loud, it was hard really to say anything. And I didn't take really any breaks between songs, which is fine. But it started on time. It's what I expected. It was fun. It was energy and the effects were you know, for not having, I'm guessing they don't have a Disney budget for all this, but um, <laughs> from the, from what I would call the mid-major parks, it was a very good show, I thought. Dean, what did you think of Spark? I mean, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, they had the fountains and fireworks. I don't think you can really go wrong. Yeah, yeah. the fireball was really, was really, you can get the heat even halfway oh, back. Yeah. I'm sure you couldn't tell on a live stream. When they lit up, lit up the fire, you can feel that all, <laughs> all the way back. So, um Thought the music was good um, and the effects were well, you know, the fireworks. I always want more fireworks, but there's still a pretty good significant amount. I thought they also had um, the snack bar there open, which was basically pretzels and sodas and, and, and popcorn. The only thing that was strange is they didn't have the summer nights food booths open on Thursday. They had them open mm. on Saturday, which I'll talk about. The food actually was pretty good, but on oh, Thursday, yeah. those booths weren't open. Probably yeah. only open on the weekends. I guess, but I didn't know that beforehand. But um, if I was them, I'd open it on Thursday because actually the food was pretty good back there. Oh, yeah. I, I SeaWorld Entertainment, I, I, I applaud them for their food offerings. I think they do a great job, especially if you go to other parks, what they offer. Yeah, but I... I thought it was was good. It, it, you know, they don't have a lot of entertainment from what I saw throughout that park. Um, so I think that's needed. They did have a couple of DJ booths. They had one DJ booth like in front of the giraffe bar between the bottom of the giraffe bar uh, facing Cheetah Hunt. But it was kind of the same dancing ladies there that you had at the pre-show. But, um, <laughs> you know, for, for that park, I, I think Summer, night, summer Nights was, was great. And, and uh you know, there was no question about where it was. It was well advertised, and uh, the the signs were in the park. Here's here's the field you go to for that, and when it's starting, and they had announcements. So I thought it was well done. Yeah, we never been to that field where you were set up there for the summer nights. I've never saw. I've we never been in that that section of the park where they did the spark. So did they have separate fireworks, or they just incorporated with spark? It just is all spark. They didn't okay. have separate fireworks. Gotcha. No, it was all it was all spark. Yeah, that makes more sense. I think <laughs> Bush Gardens Williamsburg could learn something from that and just have incorporate the fireworks into that. But nah, what are you gonna do? All right. Uh, so you let's talk about the shows real quick. So you said you did do Circ Electric. So it's an acrobatic stunt show, which sounds great. Yeah, it was uh, a circus show. Um, they did have some some dancers there, and they had some dancers with some lighting effects. For one of that, there was four or five acts. One was a um, guy that balanced on he balanced on different things on a plank on on a on a shelf sort of. Yeah. There was a guy and a gentleman a gentleman and a, uh, probably his wife that did a balancing act 
and then there was a guy, a tremendous show of strength, doing kind of the um, a gymnastics with the longer elastic bands up in the oh, air. Yep. There was uh, two roller skaters on a round platform doing some things. Hmm. And then there was one kind of a guy on the wheel of death that kind of spins around. He runs on the outside and jumps ropes. Uh, and, yeah, yeah. But the the theater actually was pretty cool. It was it was stair stepped and high tech, and they had lights and they had a little bit of smoke. And the dancers had these giant like butterfly outfits that kind of lighted up when when the whole thing went dark before an act. So it's a little like Dollywood that way. But the production was 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 really really well done. And I enjoyed the Cirque show at Cirque Electric, and it was it was pretty packed. But the show wasn't super long. But for each act, everybody got their you know time on the stage by themselves. And then they had an opening and the closing when they all came out and took a bow. But I, I enjoyed Cirque Electric. Dean, what did you think of it? Yeah, it was surprisingly good for just like the middle of Bush Gardens. Yeah. <laughs> so was that uh, were they doing that on Thursday? Is that a seven night week show or is that just a weekend? I think they do that every day, but I have to okay. check the website. It's yeah. it's right across from Tigris. I think it's the Stanleyville Theater. Yeah, it's yeah. Literally, literally right there next to Tigris and the lockers for Tigris. I got you. Yeah, uh, Bush Gardens Williamsburg did a Cirque show back when a couple of years ago for their summer nights, and it was really, really fun. So yeah, I, I love those shows. So yeah, I, I uh, look forward to. You, I, I, I'm assuming, or were they? Did they allow um, video of that? I think you said you oh, recorded yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah, they just don't want any lights on the video camera. Yeah. All right, but I, I videoed both shows, and they'll be up on the channel this week. Wonderful. So, um, yeah. The um, do you want to go on to turn it up, the ice skating show? Yes, let's talk about that one. So this was like unbelievably awesome. Like, yeah, I'm not very much into ice skating, so I went in maybe with low expectations. But I mean, they had they had um about ten dancers, you know, um, male and female. But they the production here, they had smoke, they had lighting, they had a giant horizontal screen that moved up and down that, that was really good with the graphics almost like you'd see in an nfl stadium tom oh cool and, yeah. and yeah it was it was amazing it was the show was amazing to me if i listed can't miss things besides some of the roller coasters in bush gardens tampa the turn it up ice skating show would be one of them yeah we saw turn it up before and i don't know if i mean it was years ago so it could have been a different version of it or whatever but yeah we really enjoyed it well, yeah i mean anything any unique show offering that uh, any park has, I love. Like like ice skating. Like that's not a normal thing you would go to a amusement park and see. I was just impressed. They just didn't kind of. They just didn't put some ice dancers out there, lift a curtain, and let them dance for a half hour. Yeah, yeah. Curtain. Get a couple of guys. It was uh, all. I around. sat right next to the sound booth, so uh, the sound engineer was busy with the video and, and the <laughs> and the music, and and it was all choreographed. And like I said, the video board for inside an amusement park was unbelievable. Yeah. Dean, what do you think of uh, Turn It Up? Yeah, I mean, I can't say I've seen too many ice skating shows, so it was uh, very impressive, but those blades gave me anxiety on those boots. Watching, <laughs> they, like, carried each other sometimes, and it, it was close. Yeah. I'll say that. <laughs> I bet you it wasn't too bad as sitting in that, uh, that theater uh, in the – summer heat of <laughs> push grounds oh, yeah. tampa <laughs> yeah I, I i'd forgotten how hot it got in florida i mean it's hot and humid here in georgia but not like tampa and yeah. it, it was yes it was nice being in that theater <laughs> also hey just to let you guys know bush grounds tampa also offers free beer to their pass holders uh i think it's through july 31st and this one so this is the wording on their website which obviously is a typo Guests over the age of 21 can enjoy two complimentary seven-ounce beer samples per day 
at the Garden Cafe, Garden Kate Cafe. Wow, that's hard to say. Yeah, so they're saying you have to be over 21. <laughs> so you have to be 22? <laughs> yeah, they need to reword that. Uh, but yeah, you get two 7-ounce opposed to Busch Gardens Williamsburg. You get one 10-ounce. So you get four more ounces down at Busch Gardens Tampa. So good I did you. partake of that on Thursday, so thank you, Tampa Bay Lightning. Oh, so you don't have to be a past member for that? No, no. Really? Wow. You just, you just have to be 21 or over. But yes, I had both seven ounce. They give you, I think it's seven ounce. It's six or seven ounces, yeah, but you get the seven. choice of two. They pour the samples, and once you show your ID, they stamp you so you can't go back and get uh, four. But, um, gotcha. But yeah, it's your choice of beer on tap there, and they had a pretty good selection of beer there. Yeah. And yeah, I've got my two samples, and oh, it that's was awesome. Yeah, it was it was good. Yeah, you don't have to be a pass holder. Oh, that's sweet. Well, and, you know, it's different. Thursday, there was nobody in there. Literally, there was no line in that little cafe. Well, Saturday, a rainstorm came in late in the Ooh. afternoon until we went in there. There must have been 100 people in line. I'm oh, like, oh, I guess yeah. I'm not getting my free beer today, Dean. So. Oh, it's worth the wait. <laughs> Can you get both samples at one time? Or do they have to make you get Yeah. Uh, no, you got. I got them both at one oh, time. Oh, okay. Oh, that's not too bad then. All right, there you go. You have through the end of this month, so go uh, take it up. So they also have a summer menu, they have a special summer menu, and I saw they have a teriyaki pineapple bowl. They have different pineapple bowls. Is there any chance you got these pineapple bowls? Because they look absolutely incredible. Did not know those existed. <laughs> no, I don't know that we saw those at all. The only We didn't eat a lot in the park, and what we ate wasn't super memorable. We ate some big meals before and after the park. Ah, gotcha. But in the park, the one thing that was memorable on Saturday, we went back. The summer night booths were open, yeah. so I got an Italian sausage, and Dean had a Philly cheesesteak, and those sandwiches oh, yeah. are really good. Oh, wonderful. Uh, so you did mention the giraffe bar before. Did you, by chance, uh, go up and uh, check it out? It looks kind yeah, of cool. we went up a couple times. Um, I had the uh, special strawberry safari margarita you see on the vlog, and it was really good. But the bar itself is pretty awesome because you yeah. can see you can see the animals very close, especially if you go out on the deck outside there. And depending on what type of day it is, yeah. what time of day, obviously during the heat of the day, the animals are yeah. stupid. They aren't going to be out there in the. <laughs> in the um, but uh, later on in the day, the when we went on Saturday, the zebras are relatively up close. I think there's some elk and, and and the giraffes were out there on Saturday. Elk? Well, okay, some other big sorry, wildebeest. <laughs> Something. Oh. <laughs> well, did you ride the train? Was the train going? We did. We did ride the safari. I think it's the Serengeti Safari. Yeah, yeah, I believe that is what it is. But we ran it during the we rode it during the heat of the day on, on uh, Saturday. Oof. So um you'll see the best part of it like in, in the vlog. But it was, uh, again, the animals were shaded. Um, saw a lot of zebras, and I love that train. It goes right out there in the middle of safari, and, yes. and you're out there. It's not like the animals, we had to stop for the zebras caught crossing the track. Yeah. It's just that uh, I would maybe go out there in the rain or maybe when it cools off in the evening, you probably see more animals. Yeah, I remember sitting in that train before and uh, in the heat of the summer, and just, like, you, if you're at the wrong side of that train – and the sun's just beating down on you, it is awful. Like half the train is in the shade, and you're like, oh, I wish I were you. And the other half is just melting in the sun going around there. It could be, oh, it could be so, so bad. But yeah, love that train. So much better. Well, actually, no, Ian, you, you said something weird. Like you like Bush Gardens Williamsburg's train better? I don't remember making that statement. All right, let's hope you didn't ever make that statement. All right, yeah. But yeah, I really like how they incorporate, uh, you know, it's it is transportation, but it's also a, a you know an attraction in itself. You get to check out the animals, and they no longer do well. They do a paid version of the uh, safari now, but before they had an actual 
ride where you could go out and they take you in a Jeep. Actually, I have old video of that. Maybe I'll release that on the YouTube channel. And Ian got to sit in the every truck or, or whatever it was, the driver would pick a kid to sit next to him. And they kind of play off him and like, hey, you go out and do this. And like a little funny little skit. And uh, I have video of that. I mean, now, granted, this is like, I don't know, 10 years, 11 years old. So, I mean, the video isn't, the, you know, it's not 4K, but I, I might, maybe I'll uh, put that together and throw that on. <laughs> That'd be funny. That'd be cute. Yeah, I think that would be a good video. Yeah. Um, they did have, have it. they did have a safari where you paid fifty dollars yeah. a head extra to ride in the back of the truck. We, we yep. didn't we didn't choose to have to add that add on, but we saw the trucks out there with the people in the back. Yeah, uh, a lot of the a lot of the um, way they want you to pay for it is you get to feed the giraffes up close. Yeah, we actually already did that at Wild Adventures down in Valdosta, so yeah, we chose not to do it in Tampa. Yeah, it used to be a free ride, and uh, we never got to ride it as the original. The original at one point. You'd go on and you'd get on this uh, barge or something, and then you would float down a river. Like yep. you're still in the car, and you're still in the vehicle, and you float down and you keep going. They cut that part out for Cheetah Hunt. When they built Cheetah Hunt, they had to cut into it. So they cut that part, that section out. So we rode it after that. But uh, yeah, it was a good time. Dean, please tell me you guys rode Falcon's Fury, no. the drop tower. <gasps> no way I would ever ride that. Come on. I oh. didn't ride it either. Get your butts Madison back in the car to, and go now. Go, go. <laughs> Madison has to talk me onto the drop towers. I'm not a big drop tower guy, but I have ridden them. I have ridden them at Six Flags over Georgia. I've ridden them at Dollywood, and there's one other place I, I rode them. But normally, that's Madison's got to talk me onto those things. I, or maybe one day when we when we go to an amusement park yes. somewhere, I'll ride it with you, Tom. I promise I'll make that you, commitment. Dean. I make this promise to you right now. This will be the one drop tower you'll ride. And you will be like, after you ride, you'll be like, yes, I will ride this anytime you want to ride it. No hesitation, no worries. I too am hesitant with drop tires. Like, I'm not a biggest drop because, like, the whole, like, coming down, uh, but because you lean forward, you're dropping straight down, you don't get that at all. That sensation is completely gone. So, the only thing that you would be afraid of would be your, if you had a fair heights, I suppose. But, I mean, you're locked in and you don't have that, like, that moment where, like, ah, uh, like, you feel like you're losing your breath. It's totally gone. It's just like you're on a coaster. Like if you go down a coaster, the first lift hill, if you don't mind that, you will not mind this ride. This this has none of that anxiety that you get from normal drop towers. I promise you, you ride this one time. You will ride it every time you go to the park afterwards. You will have no hesitation to ride it. I prom- I guarantee it. We have a friend, a friend of the show, Chris. He was exact same way. And we went down a couple of years ago and he was adamant. He was not getting on that drop tower. He's like, there was no way. I hate drop towers. We finally talked him into it. And afterwards, like, oh yeah, no, that was perfectly fine. Like he would do that again. So I promise you, you do it. You'd have no, no hesitation to do it again. And there's no, you don't get that feeling. And it's just wonderful. I mean, you go up, it's so high. And, oh, it's fantastic. Next time. Well, now it's a to-do list, right? Now, next time you guys go, you guys can ride Falcon's Fury. Oh, such a great ride. Such a great ride. And, and, and no doubt, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Yes. See? Amazing. And Ian's not a big drop tower. Well, to a degree we are, but not really. Uh, yeah. Oh, so much fun. Uh, I guess, uh, is there any other rides that weren't coasters or anything summer night specific that you want to talk about? Um, We rode the River Wrap ride. I forgot the oh. name of it. Uh, yeah, Conga is it just Conga? Yeah, yeah, Conga. Yeah, 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 yeah. It wasn't particularly memorable. I'll, I'll just say that I've been on so many of those rides, and it's yes. just it's just kind of there. Yep. And yes, a couple people in the boat got wet, but from yep. a, it just wasn't 
there wasn't much different in that ride than some of the other rides I've been on. That ride I've ridden many times, and I couldn't tell you a second moment. I, I couldn't tell you a single moment of that ride. The only thing I ever remember about that ride is we were there in the summer, and people got off the ride in Tampa, Florida in the summer and went into one of those heaters and paid money. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> They're close. Like, what are you guys doing? Just stand outside. It's hotter probably outside than it is in that heater. <laughs> It's very odd. Yeah, that ride is very forgettable. Now, I know the log flume is very long, but again, that's another one where I don't remember any of the details of their log flume. Ian, do you remember the details of that log flume? I know it's long. I know that. I have no clue. Yeah, I, I don't remember at all. Do you guys ride the log flume? Was it open? We, we did. It was open. There's pretty good line, but we just chose to focus on the major coasters. Yeah. That's another thing with Tampa Bay, which was something I wasn't necessarily expecting. If you take out the kitty section, which we didn't really go into is Sesame Street themed. Yeah. To me, you know, I didn't see a lot of a, a total, a big number of rides there. Yeah. You know, you have the coasters, which is their bread and butter, which we yeah. loved. And then you have the two water rides, which you just spoke of. But yeah. I, I can't think of like a lot of like Flats. smaller rides. I guess there are some in the back there and in, in by Falcon's Fury and, and by Scorpion. Um, we didn't ride those two either, but um, they're not a total. We look at total number of rides, you know, that's, that's not probably their major selling point. I would guess. Yeah, no, uh, just various flat rides throughout the park. Yeah. There aren't a lot to go around. I mean, it, it's very sparse. Yeah, I mean, like, when we go to Bush Arms Tampa, because we've been there so many times, like, we'll go in the morning, and we'll be there, yeah, a couple hours, and then, like, we're like, all right, let's go to Orlando, <laughs> you know, we're ready to go, because we hit the major coasters, unless you're there for some type of, like, a summer nights where you're seeing some shows, or you're there for maybe their Halloween event, you know, Hell Scream, where you're going to do the houses at night, for us, there's really no reason to stay, and then, also, because we always stay in, in Orlando, uh, we never stay in Tampa normally unless we're going to Clearwater and we go that way. But if we're going back to Orlando, we, we booked a hotel in Orlando because we know we're going to be there. And then in the back of your mind, you're thinking, OK, I-4 is going to be, you know, if we don't leave oh, here by noon or, or, you know, if we hit rush hour I-4, that's not going to be a good <laughs> good afternoon for us. So you got that going in your mind. So, yeah, for us, Bush Gardens Tampa is, is a half day at best normally. Just because, yeah, you ride the stuff. Like you said, you ride the coasters that you want to ride, and there's not a lot else just walking around in the heat, especially in the summer. Maybe if we, like we went over Christmas before, we're not over Christmas, but the Christmas season, and it was much nicer to walk around and see the decorations, you know, just you leisurely go through. And in the summer, like we get there first thing in the morning and we're hitting it, like we're hitting Cheetah Hunt, and then we're hitting the coasters before the lines start to build. And if you do that effectively, you can be done a couple hours. You can hit everything you want to hit. And you're like, okay, well, do we stay and melt in the sun? Or do we head to Orlando and get off of I-4 and, uh, you know, maybe chill out the pool or go to Aquatica or, you know, do something in the water park or something. I don't know. I do think if you enjoy the animals, some of the things you can walk through and and you're going to see every single show. And you do have summer nights and it's crowded and you want to ride the coasters. Then to me, it, it's it's probably a, a full day. Yeah. You know, the, the other thing I didn't mention, Tom, is that smokehouse restaurant. We didn't get a chance to eat there, but it smelled delicious. And oh, there was yeah. always always a super long line back there. So that's one thing that we wanted to do. It just never worked out. Well, Bush Gardens Williamsburg also has a smokehouse. So if you come up here, we'll make sure you eat there because, yeah, it's really good. Good barbecue. All right. I guess we'll uh, talk about some coasters then. Sadly... Let's begin it with, because last episode, Joanna was saying how Cobra's Curse is an awful coaster, and both Ian and I uh, objected, saying it's a great coaster, great theming, uh, cute little spinning coaster that's uh, a lot of fun. And it's currently closed 
for um, routine maintenance, right? Yeah, one of the cast members said it was closed for routine maintenance. When we got there Thursday, they do put the rides outside the entry gate yeah. and what's closed. And Cheetah Hunt was closed on Thursday and Cobra's Curse. So Dean was kind of bummed about that. Well, if it makes you feel any better, Dean, uh, I checked the website this morning, and Cobra's Curse is listed today as closed as well. So it's temporarily closed. So it, it must be you know, a couple week refurb or something. So, yeah, you didn't yeah. just miss it because that's the worst. Because like when we went to Hollywood Studios, they shut down Rock and Roller Coaster, and like literally like a day after we left, it was open back up. <laughs> like, oh, dang it, no. So that was frustrating. But yeah, Cobra's Curse is currently closed. Iron Quasi has not opened. No soft opening. You guys didn't see it running at all? I, don't, nothing. I didn't see any running, no test runs, no dummy on it, dummy, mm. the water dummy things, yeah. no employees testing it. There was no movement. And I was I was looking, trust me, because I'm like, I'd love to get some video. And oh, I yeah. do talk about an update, but the update is basically there's nothing happening. It looks yeah. great. It looks like oh, a yeah, they light I say it up a video so like lightning rod on steroids is the best way I can describe it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd love to ride it. I never rode the old version, but there was when we were down there, there was no action on it at all. Yeah. Yeah. They light it up at night so beautifully. Like, it's so enticing. But, yeah, it's a shame. Uh, Guazi, we rode it. It was racing. I'm trying to think. Do you remember what you thought of Guazi? I think I remember us liking it more than just a... Standard one. Yeah. It was probably better than... You know, your standard King's Dominion uh, variation of Wood Coast. I, already, so I think, yeah, it probably was better. You really liking the seats because they had higher backs. Yeah, the seats had high backs, which to me, a Wood Coaster with low backs and you're getting jerked and it's hitting you in the kidneys. The worst combination ever. This thing had high backs. So I was like, oh, yeah. In fact, Invader, did Invader oh, take them? Yeah, I yeah, think I Invader, think Invader uh, they, they shipped them up so Invader can use them. They refurbed them. So super, super uh, fun back in the day. But it is now... Be, well, it will be Iron Quasi at some point. Let's talk about <laughs> the Sand Serpent. I think uh, Dean mentioned it. That's their Wild Mouse. You guys rode we that did, bad boy? No? We did, we did not ride that one either. No, we, we spent a lot of times on the... We didn't spend a lot of time back there. I think we got a uh, we, we got a snack and sat back oh, yeah. there across you, the Scorpion. But we didn't ride the rides back there. We mainly concentrated on the other five or six. Yeah, if you didn't do Falcon's Fury, Sand Serpent's right there. Yeah, you guys. Yeah. That that's your next next time you go to that park, you hang out in that section because I think they have the they have a boat ride there, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they have yeah. uh, I think they have a carousel. Yeah. Yeah, they have a couple of flats there, and they have games off to the side. They did have the carousel. I forgot to mention. So maybe that maybe that's why I think they don't have a lot of rides because we didn't ride anything back there. <laughs> yeah, they're all right there. <laughs> okay, th- so you guys did mention also Scorpion. I assume that was open. It was open. We didn't ride that one either. Ah, you didn't ride Scorpion? Come on. Man, you guys are not riding any of the rides. All right, how about Kumba? Yes. Oh, yeah. Now, that one's intense. That one uh, oof, is all I can say about Kumba. Is it still riding uh, intense? We did front row POVs on all the five or six coasters we're going to mention coming up. Yeah. Kumba was one of them. I've, I found Kumba to be rather smooth. Oh, really? Very interesting. Uh, I know it's got that picturesque corkscrew where people like to take thumbnails and yeah. videos, but it to me it was it was it might have been the smoothest smoothest of the five or six that we rode. We rode yeah. Kumba and Kraken uh, the same trip, and we thought Kraken was much better, like much smoother than Kumba. So that's very interesting. All right, let's talk about Montu, the invert. You guys uh, like that one? So we rode oh, the yeah. invert, rode it three times. You want to talk about it, Dean? Nice. I mean, that was yeah, that was definitely one of the best rides there. Um, 
Everyone, Kumba is like Montu, but you're not hanging out of the ride. Yeah. If you're hanging out inside. But other than that, I mean, it's pretty intense. Lots of looping. Um, I got to take my shoes off for it. Because <laughs> I only have like slide-on shoes, so wow. they weren't staying on. So I got to take them off. Yes. And I mean, that was kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, cool theming too with the like the Egyptians and the pyramids. Yeah, that, yeah. that's kind of cool. I'm getting more used to the inverts. I feel like I've been on so many of them lately. We did Twisted Typhoon down at Wild Adventures, and we did Banshee, and you probably Banshee. did that too at Kings Island. And my and favorite. Banshee's I, my favorite. I like Montu the best of those of those uh, three. Um, wrong answer. I like there. the layout. So the layout was pretty good. You get a great view of the park on the first up the first hill, and uh, we rode that. It was it was I I liked Montu. The first time I didn't keep my head back as much, so I kind of. Rattled, rattled, got a little rattled there, but <laughs> after that, um, it was good. Yeah, we yeah. rode it three times, front row, and then rode in the back some. Oh, nice. All right. Yeah, I, I like Montu, but Banshee is definitely my favorite. Alpengeist, nope. yeah. Alpengeist, oh, no. <laughs> uh, oh, then you did Shikra. Was this your first dive coaster? I'm assuming it was. Yeah, probably. Yes. Yeah, Shikra is unique when we... Um, when we, you know, hold you over the hill, we yes. did the front row. We also rode it multiple times. We didn't ride Shikra multiple times. We didn't? No. Oh, okay. We rode it <laughs> once, though. Believe it or not, the back, give give the back a try one time. Because you think, oh, you don't hang, but you get whipped a little bit down going down. It's uh, it's a fun ride. It's a different ride than the front. So the me- the middle uh, the middle is a waste to me. I don't know why. You know, you don't get, you don't get either extreme, so... I, I don't know, but the back or the front, definitely the way to go on those. Uh, super fun. Yeah, I love those rides. Then Cheetah Hunt, you do have a POV currently out on Cheetah Hunt. Cheetah Hunt is probably our favorite coaster. I'd say it's probably my favorite coaster at Busch Gardens Tampa. I absolutely love that ride. It's smooth. It's you know, does it the part where you're going down like in the rock with the rock word rock work and you're going back and forth like whoosh, 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 kind of like a sheet like a cheetah jumping. I love that moment. I just absolutely <laughs> don't think I'm like a cheetah jumping. I love that moment. I love that ride. Uh, the different, oh my, and the, the unique, that first, uh, when you propel up and you go with that little, uh, I don't know, the clover type. You're right up there, whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. Just that, that, that whole, that, I love that ride. It's my favorite, uh, Bush Grounds Tampa ride. Maybe not be the most intense, might not be the best coaster, but to me, it's my favorite one overall. What about the next one? Well, Iron Quasi? Tigress. Oh, Tigress. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, we'll talk about that in a second. What do you guys think about Cheetah Hunt? Dean? Yeah, that's definitely my favorite one. We rode it three times on the same day. Nice. Um, riding at night is also really cool. Mm-hmm. It's like lit up a little bit, and you can yeah. see everything else lit up. Oh, yeah. Love it. Yeah, Cheetah Hunt was, was awesome. I, I My favorite ride there. It's a pretty long ride, too, and yep. it's smooth. I didn't have any issues with Cheetah Hunt. One thing I will say, though, is... Uh, we weren't the maintenance gods weren't smiling on us at the beginning part of the trip because on Thursday to get on Shikra the one time we had to sit through two break we had to stand up through two breakdowns so oh. I don't know how long we were in that line over an hour and then Cheetah Hunt Saturday morning went their first thing and basically got to the front of the line and then it broke down for a few minutes maybe 20 so we <sighs> you know we walked them on to rode it and came back and rode wind up riding cheetah hut three times so and initially though some of the they were still having issues with maintenance and in, in, in places so on saturday morning you rode cheetah hunt three times not on saturday morning we rode it uh saturday morning once 
think he came back in the middle of the day and then came back at oh. the last drive. Okay, right I got gotcha. you. Yeah, Saturday we did. So I have to say this. It was Saturday. It was a big, you know, summertime crowd. Yeah. And we got there at rope drop and it was supposed to open at 10 and we were in the back of the security queue at 930 and they started letting people in. So nice. kudos to Bush Garden not waiting another half an hour because that line would have been in the parking lot. I, actually, I think it already was. So um, they let everybody in and then we stayed until we got on Cheetah Hunt five till 10 or something. So we did nine 30 AM nice. to 10 PM solid on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good day. Did they Tom, do any that's type how, of show? That's how we roll in the park. Full <laughs> throttle. <laughs> that's right. Did they do any type of a show? Cause I used to do a, an opening, like kind of like the Disney parks used to do. They come out and have some dancers right before they open the gates. No, they just let people in. All right. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right. Uh, oh, then, uh, Tigris. Is this the first time you guys, I guess so. The first time you got to ride the, Stupid, uh, what is it? Uh, <laughs> two, something two. I don't remember. Ah, whatever. Whatever the name of it is. Uh, what do you guys think of that? I mean, it's an okay ride. Uh, I liked it. I-, I liked it. It was a little bit more extreme than it was what I was planning on, but it was for being, first of all, you know, it's going to be a slow loader, right? Because you yes. only have one car on the track. Yep. But the, the layout for, for being a boomerang type of layout, yep. I-, I enjoyed it. It was, um, more than I thought I would. Um, they did, I think, made it the most extreme ride they could, giving it it's basically a double loop type coaster. Yeah, yeah. Skyrocket 2, that's what it is. Yeah, I, the, the one element I do like is when you like slowly like, turn upside down at top, and you I do like that. But for the weight, for the restraints, uh, it's just it's not worth my effort. And the fact that they throw them in every one of their parks, Busch Gardens has one, uh, SeaWorld San Diego has one, I'll be shocked if, or I mean, could they possibly put one in Orlando if they put one in Tampa? I don't think so, right? There's no way I they hope could, they do. They could put the same coaster in both of those parks, but oh man, yeah, I don't know. So Dave, you said something. You had a story about uh, the the quick queue. I knew we we're going to be down there multiple days, so I'm thinking, okay, I won't buy the quick queue. Plus, I knew it was going to be pretty expensive on Saturday. But yeah. what happened was, so I, we go in Thursday, and because to be fair to Bush Gardens, we didn't get down there at 3.30 in, in the park until then. Yeah. But we had to wait so long on Shikra and the maintenance issue, we basically got two rides in before Spark, and we were committed to going to Spark. Yep. So we got down there Saturday, and I saw the huge crowd. There was no way we were getting on every roller coaster multiple times. We were lucky with that big a crowd on the Saturday summer day if we are going to be on, getting on every one once. Yeah. So I, I went ahead and ponied up for the quick queue, which is very expensive and something I wasn't planning on. It was $150 a person. Oh, which, what? Yes, it's that, that was – to me, the quick queue shouldn't be that much more than a day at the park. So. Holy – I thought 120 for Kings Island was unbelievable. Yeah, that, so that was the unlimited. So the the limited is is you know was 130. So it, it's like yeah. it's like the size of a Coke. One's 10 cents, <laughs> the other one's 15 cents. Which yeah. one are you gonna get? Right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I wasn't happy paying it. But to get on all the rides multiple times, and we're not going back. Probably, you know, yeah. we'd like to go back, but realistically, Tampa's not somewhere we get to all the time. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, because really, I know people probably listen to this. You could have bought a season pass for that, and I probably could have. But yeah, if you're not going back, yep. and my whole oh. goal was to get. Plus, I wanted to film on every ride and do the POVs, which yep. you can't do at most parks, as you know, Tom. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, that's my quick cue story. I, I yeah, and I wow. get the demand pricing. It's a Saturday summer day, so it's yeah. going to be pretty pricey. But $150, I mean, that thing should be $100 max, in my opinion. Oh my lord! No wonder you spent open and closing that park. <laughs> I don't blame you. 
<laughs> we're, so we're getting getting our money's worth, and we're yeah. going to ride these things as many times as, as they'll let us. So. Oh my lord, that I never expect. I, I thought you were going to say eighty bucks, ninety bucks, one fifty. Wow, that is that. I think that's more than Cedar Point. Because Cedar Point's like a hundred and some ridiculous. <laughs> there is there is one place online, a reputable place, but you have to you have to know two or three days in advance, and I missed that cutoff by by a day. Uh, so there's there's a third party online website that I could have got it for like eighty five bucks, and and I missed it by a day, and I searched online Friday and Friday night, and there, yeah. there wasn't any other. Yeah, it was just too late. I, it was yeah. too late. Yeah. Wow. Well, well, at least you got your rides in. I mean, oh man, if Iron Quasi would have opened up that, I mean, if they probably if they soft open, they probably wouldn't be able to use the the queue. But yeah, too bad. Uh, Cobra's curse. So you didn't ride Sand Serpent and Scorpion? They 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 had the front of the line. We just we just ran out of time, Tom. It's not that we didn't want to. We were back there and we had a snack, and it was like we literally sat right across from Scorpion. I took some time lapse, but it was it was more of okay, do we want to do that? We also saw the shows, so the ice skating uh, show, yeah, the, the shows. electric show took time so if you didn't want to see the shows did it wasn't the, like i didn't like the back part of the park back there I just, <laughs> did the quick you had to choose with the time that we had by chance did the quick you include the shows or is that i know because i know they do have shows for quick queue, but i think that's a separate tick the separate thing it wasn't you didn't need a quick queue for the shows it just they just let everybody in at a certain time like yeah. for the cirque show we were kind of late to be seated and for the for the ice skating show we were a little bit early but the theaters are big enough that I don't think you needed a quick queue, but they wow. didn't take it for the shows. All right. Well, let me ask you this. We'll wrap up soon. So this is Dean's your second time at the park. Dave, yeah. this is your first time at the park. Uh, tell me. So you had a day and a, you know, day and a half, day and a quarter of in the park touring around. So you've been there long enough. You, you kind of know the feel for the park, the rides, everything they have to offer. What do you guys think? Where do you rate this park compared to maybe your home park or Dollywood or well, I'm not gonna make you rate it against uh, Universal or <laughs> Disney, but you know, where, where does this park lie in your hierarchy of uh, parks you visited? Except for my favorite, like non-Disney or Universal park, that's for sure. Oh, nice. I'd put it up right up there with Dollywood as my favorite kind of non-Disney Universal park. It's a different feel in Dollywood, and Dollywood's built some major coasters too in the last couple years. So, um, yeah. definitely different feel. There's no like Craftsman's Valley and Busch Gardens Tampa, but nope. um. For the roller coaster enthusiast, it's absolutely something that you should check off your list, um, especially when Iron Gwazi gets going. But even oh, without yeah. Iron Gwazi, the, the roller coaster lineup to me is, is pretty stout. Yeah, they don't have a bad coaster in the bunch. Like, there's not one I wouldn't ride. Now, like you, Sand Serpent, there's really no reason to ride it. It's, it's a wild mouse, so, I mean, it's nothing special. And Scorpion, that's unique only because uh, I think it was somebody's first looping coaster. Those Logan's. Logan's, because yeah, it's a slow, it's a lower um, height restraint. It's like 42 inches or something. So, you know, that has some sentimental value uh, there. But, but yeah, those two I wouldn't necessarily ride. But I'm not opposed to riding them. Like if you wanted to ride them, like if this first time you're going to the park, you want to ride them to get your creditors to ride them. I'd be like, yeah, sure. It's not like any boomerang or something like, oh god, no, I'm not riding that. <laughs> yeah, not like that. There's no, there's no coaster in this park that I would uh, divert from for sure. And it has great stuff like Falcon's Fury. And yeah, if you did sample some of the food, like at the smokehouse and stuff, it's really well done. So yeah, all in all, it's a great park. It's just, yeah, like you said, it's, there's, it's spread out. There's a lot of land to that park and to get from one coast to the next on a hot summer day, after you ride some coasters, you're there a couple hours, 
you know, it can, it can be taxing. And you, the last thing you want to do after you ride the coaster is, is go look at animals in the sun. You know, like, let me walk through this animal enclosure and sweat. Like, it's like, nah, let's just go. <laughs> so because of the environment, I suppose it does suffer a little bit there, but yeah, in the non summer seasons. Yeah. I, I can see like when we went to Halloween, actually, no, that was still, <laughs> <laughs> we were just melting in those cues, those haunt cues, but uh, winter it's, it's not nearly as bad and it's nice. And yeah, it's a good time. One thing I didn't mention, I do mention in our vlog, is that if you're into those little moldorama pieces, those little $4 pieces of plastic that they mold into different things, you see at different tourist attractions, they must have at least five of those things at Busch Gardens Tampa. So if oh, yeah. you're interested in that, yeah, there's one a giraffe, one a flamingo by the flamingos. Yeah, it's <laughs> little moldorama plastic heat machines. I don't, oh, some of the vloggers are really into those things. I'm yeah. personally not, but huh. I did notice a lot of those machines there, which I, those things i don't see everywhere anymore but uh, i i did know this in the bush gardens tampa yeah awesome all right well uh okay well, i think that's all i have would you guys have anything you want to add to your uh, bush gardens trip yeah i will say to be fair to bush gardens uh, you know after ranting about the quick queue price i i do think some of their hotel hotel packages are, are a good deal so like i said earlier we could have went for four days and had and we got the hotel room and i hampton in for I think it was 536 all in with tax. So yeah. for me, and that included the parking and it also gave us 10% off the dining, which I didn't mention earlier. Oh, nice. So, um, wasn't, didn't include a dining plan, but included the parking yeah. tickets for two people, hotel room for two people and the 10% off dining and the parking, the regular parking, not preferred, but for 536. And if you're going to go in that, all you're going to do Bush gardens, that that's a pretty decent deal. That's I a really think. good deal. Yeah. And, yeah, no, uh, for sure. Yeah. Definitely hit that deal up. And that you said it was a Hampton Inn, so it was I'm I'm assuming it's a good neighbor, so it's really close to the park. Yeah, it was it was five minutes from the park. It was over um yeah, it was it was pretty close. Um close to I four too. So we didn't have any problem getting right over by uh USF's campus, pretty close to that. And okay. there's also a museum of science industry yeah. across from USF there. We didn't get to go into that, but that that looked like a nice place to visit too. Adventure Island, their water park across the street do that next time you're down there too yeah yeah we need to do some water parks i think you're going to see a water park vlog coming up from the channel so nice, uh, nice. news flash stay tuned <laughs> fantastic i cannot wait so if you're listening to this go to adventures by d uh like and subscribe to their facebook channel they yeah facebook channel <laughs> youtube channel they have a ton of stuff more to come i look forward to the uh the bush garden stuff I, uh, I love it. And I love POVs. I have a ton of POVs on my channel, so I love watching other people's POVs. Cannot wait to see all your POVs, including the yet-to-be-created but soon uh, Falcon's Fury POV when you guys go back down. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I would like to do a POV on that. I will say thank you to Bush Gardens and SeaWorld for letting folks bring the GoPros on the rides. I don't know why more parks yes. don't do that, but honestly, that was one of the reasons why, not just because Dean wanted to go, but now that I have a GoPro, it's like, yeah, I love those POVs and I, I watch them even if they're not ours. So yep. uh, hopefully people that are wanting or may not be sure of what the roller coaster is like, you get a pretty good idea when you put that GoPro on, you get on the front row. Oh, for sure. Well, I thank you guys so much for joining me. It was a great time. And now that you're just panelists uh you're welcome to come back anytime and make sure you tell chris and maddie the same thing you guys come back anytime you want to come on and just chat maybe nothing maybe even just be on the the podcast with nothing really to say other than to comment about the stuff we're doing uh you're more than welcome to always come 
back. Ian, do you have anything you want to close out with? No. no. <laughs> yeah, all right. That's good. So I'd like to thank everyone for joining me for this episode. And until we stream again. Oh, yeah. Coming soon on the Adventures by D channel, Falcon's Fury POV 2022. <laughs> and keep making memories. Right on. May the adventures be with you. Thanks for listening to the Vacationers Theme Parks and More podcast. The show can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Please subscribe and give us a review if you like the show. Visit our website at www.vacationerspodcast.com. For additional content, subscribe on YouTube and Twitter at Vacationers Podcast. Please like our Facebook page, Vacationers Theme Parks and More Podcast. Send questions, comments, or if you'd like to be on a future episode to discuss planning or reviewing of a vacation, please email the show at Podcast.